check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hey, you don't have to worry about the, the visuals, bro. And plus, we can start this however we want. Brushing his hair with with the long ass hair. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm brushing my waves. <laughs> oh, holy shit! All right, how's everyone doing, man? Welcome, 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 everyone to episode 38 of Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. This is your boy Chizzy coming at you. Oh no, uh, no, no, no! It's 39. Is it 30? This is 38, bro. The one that I did was 37. No, no, it's 36. Okay, run that back. <laughs> this guy. This is just the level of organization we have. At Org- that's Hot not the mic, bro. That's, that's, that's the, the mic. mic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the level of organization we have here on Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. Okay, just for the record here now, yeah. Our guest speaker, who is yet hmm. to be named, um, is speaking into the mic from the earphones rather than the mic on the table, just for a representation. But I'll hand it over yeah. to you, Chiso. J- j- just so we know exactly what's going on. But uh, just I, so I, you I, know but... his credibility. <laughs> well, yeah, continue. continue. Be- before I was rudely interrupted by wrong numbers. Um, welcome everyone to episode thirty-eight of Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. This is your boy Chizzy coming at you in virtual studio. We've got Vinu the Kang himself. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good, man. I'm chilling. I got a new phone today, but I'm not excited because you don't you don't walk out of the shop with it no more, man. Times have changed. You don't walk out of the shop with it no more, man. Now they deliver it to you. What is this, man? Yeah. What is this? It's trash. Is it, it, what it is? It's trash. Cause I I got a new phone what three four weeks ago, and I had to wait like a week for my phone to to get here. And I'm just yeah. like, bro. I, I need that immediate gratification, you know? Like, the thing is, bro, I was in my house here. I left my house because I wanted it today. Yeah. <laughs> and I've gone to the shop and he said, oh, we only have like a third of the phones in stock. Only really the high-end ones. Other than that, anything under the flagship, so the iPhones and the Samsung S20, these things, you, it's, you're going to have to wait. You bums are going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for mine, it was... Um, it was You'd pay thirty five bucks if you wanted to pick it up in store. If you that's wait, crazy. That's wild. That, <laughs> that's the, crazy. The, the seven days or whatever the, the shipping time is, then you it's free. Seven like, like day the, shipping time. I'm like, bro, what the? All right, cool. I guess I'll wait, but this is this this sucks. <laughs> but this this is what's happening in Canada. Um, and we also have a very very special guest uh, with us today. He uh, he. Yes, it is you. It is you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been uh, he's been on the show a couple of times. Adam himself, fresh home, str- hello, fr- hello, fresh, fresh off, home. off the boat from Egypt. How you fresh. doing today, sir? I'm alright. I'm alright. How you doing? How's everyone here doing? Oh, I'm chilling, bro. Chilling. See, Vino, look how Adam. Look how nice Adam is. He actually asked me how I'm doing. I'm doing good. Thank you, Adam. Yes. Why why are you acting like we have not had a whole 40-minute conversation before we started recording where we spoke about each other's lives in depth? (laughs) (laughs) But but do you see the pleasantries when when the show starts? Look, I don't do formalities. I I don't do if, buts, and maybes. I do absolutes. (laughs) I do absolutes, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, we have a, a lot of a lot of. Yo, uh, Chisum, Chisum, hold on, sorry. Yeah, well, how are you doing, man? 
<laughs> no, just checking in, bro. <laughs> Making sure you're all right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm doing a lot better now that you asked. Thanks, Vino. You're uh, welcome, bro. It's been good. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, we have a lot of stuff to, to get into. Um, I think the, the biggest news in... Uh, the, yeah, who knows? Yeah, the biggest news in basketball this this last couple of hours is that Team USA just won the gold medal um, against France. Who could have seen this coming? Um, so yeah, I don't no, know if you guys were able to, to catch I the game. They weren't gonna you lose. I told you they weren't going to lose again. I, I, the USA, they I'm lose. not going to lie. Like, I expected the US to win, but then I had some hope when they started losing those uh, friendlies earlier. But then it's the US and it's basketball. Like, you're not gonna, you, yeah. You're not gonna lose. It. You know, yeah. you might have some bumps in the road, yeah, but you're, but you're not, not gonna, gonna lose it. Ooh. Yeah. No, when KD. you have KD, Steph, um, sorry, not Steph, KD, Dame, um, Devin Booker, like just bro. It, it, at some point, it's just like okay. I understand. I'm playing against other NBA players, like mm. it, um, when you're talking about France, but it's just like, bro. It, we have an like an actual all star team here. The, yeah, literally, you're, literally. You're not an going to be team, yeah. an all star team in Javel, and basically, hate <laughs> <laughs> on Javel, man. Why are you hating on Javel? <laughs> but um, basically, the whole I've realized what the issue is. It's all right, I'll, I'll edit this part out. That's calm. I cut it so that it'll be easy to edit because I'm just going to continue on. I started, I said, the problem is, the from what you said about Dame's comments off camera, yeah? Yeah. He said that it's a lot harder to score in FIBA rules than, than the NBA. And I think yeah. that's kind of been the problem with the, the US team this year. That because a lot of them have been new, they've played for the team before, sure, but they, they're not regular... Um, starters as they are now for example Dame was never starting on the US team yeah but he is now and these kind of players you have to understand they've never played really FIBA rules on that level and I think that contributes to it when I say yeah. that level I mean like starting in the Olympics playing 40 minutes in the Olympics on FIBA rules it's it's a lot tougher and players like LeBron I think were better suited when the when the best player on the team was a forward they were better suited. And that's what's happened again this year. You see, who's been balling for them? KD. Kevin Durant, yeah? KD. Because do you know what? No matter what the rules are, you can't stop KD. But that's you know what? Some rules can reduce a guard's game because you're allowed to put a body on someone more. You're allowed to wait for someone down low, as you said earlier, that there was no three, there's no three-second violation. Mm -hmm. And when I say earlier, I mean... You guys didn't hear it because it was off-camera, but Chisholm was mentioning earlier that there was a three... There was no, no three-second violation. Guy can just wait for Dame to come. Even if you wait for KD to come, you ain't going to do shit. Facts. Come on, man. He's going to go over <laughs> you still. Yeah, you could have two guys waiting for KD and he'll just say, okay, I'm not going to go there. I'll just pull up. I'll just shoot. I'll just pull mm -hmm. up. <laughs> or if you, even if he doesn't want to, he'll draw a foul. He'll do something. So, yeah. Congrats to Team USA. Congrats to France for, for making a final. And congrats to... Um, Australia with Patty yeah. Mills. Congrats to mm -hmm. Australia and Patty Mills for, for getting that bronze medal because... We don't usually care about third place. Like we don't care about the the better of the east and west champions. Sorry, the better of the east and west losers. But it's you know, the Olympics. in the, the Olympics, bronze medal is, is very different. impressive. Yeah. So congrats yep. to congrats to Australia. 
Um, yeah, that's. I don't really have much to say about the U.S. national team, bro. They are who they yeah. are. They're bums this year. They'll be back. <laughs> I mean, pretty much like from the when they were losing those games to like Nigeria and Australia at the start, it was like. Like we did an episode here, and we were talking about like it, they're probably just having a hard time adjusting to the rules and the foul calls, because there were videos of um, guys like Dame and KD like driving to the lane and getting hit or getting some kind of contact, and they were expecting foul calls, and you could see like from their body language and them talking to the refs after that they were expecting you know some foul calls, and they just weren't getting them, and it was like. Great players like that, once they adjust to those rules and what the refs are calling versus what they're not, they're going to be fine. And I think based on, on the results of, you know, of everything, these guys are clearly fine and have, a, you know, did everything they needed to, adjusted to all the rule changes and shit and did exactly what people I think some of it had to do with Pop as well. Mm. And yeah, not you, in a you, bad way, but in the way that he hasn't coached in the Olympics before. Yeah, he has. He like he's been assistant coach with yeah, um, Coach K as the as the head coach. He's been assistant, but I don't think that he like Coach K knew the ins and outs. I think more mm. of how to adapt to these rules because he would be the one I think probably putting in the most work with the players. I think that might that might, might contribute to it as well. No, I'm not gonna lie. I think it was just an adjustment period. You could even like before but the from Olympics, who? an adjustment. I don't, from the players, I, I'm, I'm saying I think it's not just the players. I think Pop as well. I think if it was Coach K, they would have found it easier to adjust because it's a guy who's seasoned as a head coach in that scenario as well. Mm. True, but you yeah. can also like see the players before the Olympics being like coached by FIBA officials, just telling them about the rules. Like yeah. they didn't know how to play. They like their entire way of playing was different than the NBA. Yeah, yeah so it just took saw, them a couple of games. We saw a video. I can't remember who it was. He traveled. Zach Levine, I think. That, yeah, it was like that's a travel. Yeah, because it's, it's the it's the little things. It's the it's the little like. It's just the, the little rule changes, like what used to be a travel or what normally is a travel in the NBA um, and it's no longer a travel or, or like what is um, like even the three seconds that, that you mentioned earlier, like in the NBA, you can't be in the key for longer than three seconds at a time. Yeah, well, FIBA, <laughs> you, you, can, you, can, you can set up yeah. a whole camp there. You can set up a whole camp and just wait for anyone to drive into the lane. And obviously, like they're allowing a lot more physical play too. So it's a... Uh, um, yeah, it was a bit of an adjustment period, but congrats to the U.S. team for figuring it out and winning the gold. And um, <clears throat> I guess, do you guys have any last points uh, on that before we, we go into NBA free agency? Not really, man. No, the US congrats bombs. to the U.S. <laughs> Could have put money on it. it yeah, you, you probably would have made like a dollar if you put down a thousand. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. You know what? After that last loss in the friendlies, I probably should have bet on them, man. That would have been smart. Actually, you know what? Yeah, at that point, maybe that, like it would have given you like two dollars. Yeah, three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because these guys were like heavy, heavy, heavy favorites. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, moving into the the NBA free agency, there have been a lot, a lot, a lot of trades, or a lot of moves being made, a lot of mad moves being made. Yeah. So. To make it easier, um, so we don't go over each one in like super long detail and end up being here for four hours, what we're going to do is pick winners and losers, and we'll start off with the winners. Um, we'll start with Vinu first. He'll pick a winner and kind of go over why um, he thinks that team is is a winner in free agency. Um, mm-hmm. Then me and Adam will kind of go after him, and then you can you know 
whether or not you agree, you can, you can kind of give a quick take there and then yeah. uh, move on to your um, winner. No so, problem. as I said, we'll start with you, Vinu. Who is your, your first winner of, of NBA free agency? I would say I would say the uh, the obvious one, but the more I see it, the less I like it. So... <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna pick the Miami Heat mm. because I think that while Goran Dragic has been big for them, I think Kyle Lowry is an upgrade on that. I think resigning Oladipo was big, and yeah, I just think their general moves have been pretty solid. Like they they strengthened their team nicely while not losing too much. And even though I think they overpaid Duncan Robinson, I think they had to resign him. So. I think they've they've made a, they've made good moves this this free agency. I don't really yeah they haven't made anything mad, but I thought that they might this might be the year where they fall behind, and they found a way to not do that and keep themselves in the conversation as one of the better teams in the East. One hundred percent. What do you think then about that, Chisholm? You think Miami's a winner or you think Miami's a loser? And also let me not let me not forget PJ Tucker. Mm. Little things like this, things like PJ Tucker. And um, like, as I said, resigning Oladipo on a, on a minimum yeah, deal. Second, yeah, these kind of things, man. It's just it's a very big, it's very big things being able to make these little moves and yeah. create stability in your team that way. Yeah, I, I think they're definitely a winner, especially because of the the Kalari signing. Um, going into at the end of last season, um, or, or rather halfway through last season, the the Raptors were thinking of doing a sign and trade. And based off of what they were asking for, um, I thought, you know, whoever ends up getting Calario will end up giving up a shit ton of assets. And the Miami Heat managed to not do that. So they yeah. obviously got Calari, kept Duncan Robinson, even though they overpaid a little bit. Um, but then they still ended up keeping a guy like Victor Oladipo, signing on a, on a minimum deal. Um, and overall, like they, I think they made like good strides this, this offseason. No, like, Huge, huge moves, but definitely moves to to get them back into the top four of the or top five of the uh, of the Eastern Conference. There, so I definitely think they're a winner. Um, my my number one winner. Um, actually, you know what? We'll go to we'll go to you, Adam. Who is um, your who, who's your number one winner for? See, my pick was actually Miami. Other than obviously, like the they who shall not be named. Uh, I think though, for now. My pick should be the New York Knicks. Yes, Vino, I know. Oh, look at Vino smiling. I know you're happy for me to I didn't say egg this. anyone on. I didn't do I anything. I know, I know. If but, Noob was here, you know you wouldn't get this treatment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. Like, it's not official yet, but if they do land Kemba Walker for basically meh money, not that much money, that's really, really, that's a really, really big upgrade on their squad. They actually, and then they signed Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel. They got back D Rose. It's good. They they they're having a good like a good off season. I'd say. Don't forget Evan Fournier. Oh yeah, Evan Fournier is a big, and he's also like he's he's played well at the Olympics as well. Like he's he's coming off a good Olympic campaign. He's a good addition to their squad. And then. Yeah, it's like yeah, last season. It's basically last season squad, which already did well, and then you added some good pieces. 
yep. to like to to aid with it. And so I don't see why not. You, I don't see why you wouldn't consider them winners. Exactly. Right. And last season, the Knicks kind of made their their name on the defensive end. And the two major pickups this year have been guys who will help them well on the on the offensive end. So they didn't trade away any of those pieces that were keeping that yeah. defense together. And then now they've added some more scoring. So they, I think it should be a, a lot better balanced team this year. You're the, saying one thing we saw, well, the one thing we saw in the playoffs was when it came to it, Julius Randle obviously is our, by far our best player. And when he's off, Derek Rose is the guy who picks up the slack. Now, the problem with Derek Rose picking up the slack every game is that he's not a three-point shooter. So when it comes when it comes to near the end of the game and stuff like that, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get a reliable ability to hit a step back three in someone's head to change that momentum. You'll get a down the hill downhill two pointer. You'll get nice plays, but you're just not gonna you're not gonna get the same momentum shift as you can get with Kemba. The way that Kemba can carry an offense to the end of a game from halfway through the, the fourth quarter and just close it out for that team. Like, Derek can do it, but without the three-point aspect, he's become a bit, like, it's a bit difficult to rely on him to do that because if they if they just shut down the paint and he has to kick out and the shooters are cold, what do you do, man? Mm. Yeah, I think the only, um, the only asterisk there for the Knicks that I put is Kemba's health. Because last couple of years, Kemba has been kind of struggling to... He's got a dodgy knee. Yeah. He's been struggling to stay on the court because of those uh, knee issues. So if he's if he's able to stay healthy, I think that's a, a huge, huge, huge pickup for, for the Knicks. Even though I was, I was clowning you guys, um, clowning Vinu before, um, before we started recording. That is what we call a coup. That Kemba <laughs> pickup is a coup. That's what mm. that is. Um, my winner, I think th- this this is uh very obvious. Uh, anyone who's who's watched any of the, the, the pump fake and hot takes um, or listened to any of the podcasts before knows it. My my my, my winner is the Lakers for now, or, or like my number one winner is the Lakers. Like Back. yes, there was a rust trade, but then like all the other additions who came on veterans minimum deals um, is just next level. So you've, you added uh, Kent Bazemore, Trevor Ariza, Carmelo Anthony, Wayne Ellington, um, Malik Monk, Kendrick Mello. Nunn, Howard. I mean, like, that's a lot of players to add, most of them on on very, very, very small deals. Um, and I know last week we came in here after the, the Russ trade, and we're looking at the Lakers roster like, yo, who, where's the spacing coming from? Because you have Russ, you have AD, you have... You got um, it. You got it. Brun. Like, now you fix the spacing issues. You've added some defenders on there as well. Um, so, Lakers have balanced the squad out. It's already looking like a better um, roster construction than we had last year. Because last year, there was just no spacing at all. And the one shoe that we had, KCP, ended up being cold for most of the year. Um, so now we have an assortment of shooters and Kendrick Nunn, a nice ball handler, Dwight Howard, a shot blocker to help out with uh, to help out AD as well. I think, uh, yeah, the Lakers are my number one winners and hey, yo, locking no, them in now no, for no, the I'm championship. No, 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 What's no, up? No, 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 no. I'm not going to let you sit there and name all of these players and not talk about Carmelo Anthony. 
<laughs> oh my yo, see here's the thing. Like Melo, like I, I classified him as one of the shooters, but you, we also know you you can you can throw the ball down to Melo and, and have him have him do work as well. Now the the reason I didn't mention him in that capacity, in full Melo capacity, is because I'm not sure how the Lakers intend to. Yeah, I think we're on the same page because that's what yeah. I was going to say as well just now. I was actually going to say, I hope the Lakers don't do my boy dirty. As Chisum said, if anyone's watched this podcast before, yeah, you know how much of a Melo fan I am. Mm. So it hurts me to see him join the Lakers low key because I know that he's going to play in such a minimized role and he's better than that. But he's done it. He knows what he's getting into. He's done it so that he can be successful. He's looking to win and he's going to be able to do that at the Lakers, which. Listen, it's not it's not taking the easy route to a championship at all. He's hustled his whole year. He's played for Denver. He tried to get them to the finals. He played for the Knicks. Tried goddamn Knicks, and he tried to get them to the finals. Mm-hmm. He played for the okay, Thunder. See. He tried he tried to team up with them, get them to the finals. He tried to play a role in Houston, tried to get them to the finals. He tried to go then to Portland and try to level their team up from a four five seed to a finals level team. He tried everything, man. Mm-hmm. And even with Portland injuries derailed his time there. Not mm-hmm. his injuries, but Nurkic's injuries, team injuries. He just wasn't able to play. Yeah, like, he wasn't able to play in important moments because the team was so banged up. They didn't even get there. Yeah, That's and, we and brought info. And let's not forget, even um, when those players did go down, Melo was was one of the people helped carrying was the one carrying the slack. heavy, yeah. heavy, heavy load. Yeah, well, clearly this guy's still hooping. He's still He's hooping, hooping. and <laughs> three years on from him being blackballed by the whole NBA, mm-hmm. fuck all of you. He's still going strong. So big up Carmelo Anthony on the Lakers. Hopefully you guys win a ring. I'm rooting for you guys this year. If it's not the Knicks, I hope it's the Lakers, man. I'm not mm. going to lie. I'm honestly so excited to see the Lakers back with three stars. When's the last time the Lakers the NBA back with three, big threes, man? Mm-hmm. Three stars. Bro, like, take two years back or like three years back to the 2019 meme squad. Bro. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Bro, the Lakers haven't had three stars since Showtime, man. Like, yeah. Fa- like- we're not going to count Steve Nash. Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, and Kobe. That that wasn't. Uh... That's, that doesn't count, man. That doesn't count. <laughs> Steve Nash was forty year was forty years old at that point. <laughs> I remember that because this was when I first started playing two K, mm. and he was the most useless player on my career because he just go there first season he dropped by ten. He dropped by ten because you know when you get to thirty you start dropping. Imagine what happens mm-hmm. when you get to forty. So, <laughs> he'd be there thirty nine years old by the end of the year he'd be forty uh, mm-hmm. seventy overall. Yeah, they're like. This is my big three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> yeah, that big three could not stay on the court at all. And honestly, I could watch the an entire season of Russ and AD just doing pick and rolls. I don't mind. That will be absolutely best pick painful. and roll. The best yeah. pick and rolls in the entire game. <laughs> Dog, yeah. the rim is going to get punished. What's up? What about when you crowd the print? And you can't now we've that? got Melo. Now we've do. got Wayne Ellington. Now we've got like all the shooters. <laughs> I'm, oh my oh God. man, I'm, I'm I'm happy that the Lakers finally like actually did get the get the spacing right. Because last after last episode, I'm just like guys, like do not go sign any any of these guys who don't shoot threes and, and, and like right. defensive specialists. Like I love Alex Caruso, but like nah, I'm actually he, so sad they, that we let him walk. Yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm so sad, sad that we let him walk because I love the guy, but like in terms of like the fit on the court. It wouldn't have made sense because he's not a great, uh, a, re- a good three-point shooter. So having a, a lineup where there's like Russ, who isn't a great three-point shooter, maybe LeBron, and then Alex Caruso and AD, it's just like, bro, the, 
no one would be able to score. So, like, just surround these guys with shooters and, like, that way there's actual uh, spacing on the court and, and LeBron and, and Russ can do some work. As I um, said, you've sorted your spacing. With your starting lineup, it will still be a little bit of a struggle because mm. of, of obvious reasons. But <laughs> I think the bench spacing will be great and I think you can drop AD to the five, put LeBron at the four, run Russ at the three and put two pure short shooters at the two and the three. Yo, you know what I was thinking? And run it like that. Or we could even like what like my uh, mind kind of first went to Melo and Melo at the four, yeah. Brown okay, at, the, at, at, at the three or, or even three. at the one, like three. But then he is LeBron, so he has the ball fluid, a lot yeah. of the time. And then, but how would that be with Russ? See, that's the thing that I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure about. I mean, how I guess you, you 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 could also just have them kind of going back and forth a little bit, um, and actually give LeBron some some time away from the ball as well. Because mm. we all know, like yeah. w- he does carry a shit ton of the load, especially once it comes to postseason time. So regular season, you can have Ross go off for h- however many triple doubles he wants, and mm-hmm. yeah, because Russ could actually lead this team in in rebounding and scoring. So re- in rebounding and and assists, which is crazy. He could lead the team in all three. I'm not gonna lie. Facts. He could lead the team in all three, but he's not going to because he's gonna realize that he needs a lower role. And I really. I'm looking forward to see this Russ because people yeah. change with LeBron. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to see this Russ. And on top of that, um, speaking of Alex Caruso, the Caruso mm. is going to, to Chi-Town, the Windy City. Yes, sir. And over there, as I said, bro, I was joking around earlier, the more I see it, the less I like it. <laughs> uh, big up the sixth guard. But um, man, do they have a do they have a, an upper medium size three? Yeah, yeah, it's about a medium three. Yeah, right, upper medium. Hey, put some respect. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's like a medium that's kind of been stretched a little bit. So, yeah. But I think I think of that. I think Levine, if he was in a three man partnership, would be considered a big three. Mm-hmm. A, two two big guys with Le, with Levine. Mm-hmm. I think. I think let's say for example, we get a. Uh, prime Dwight Howard and pair him with Levine and and uh, Demar. I think that's considered a big three. Mm-hmm. But is Vucevic that guy? That's the question. Because I know he puts up numbers, but that's in Orlando when he's the number mm-hmm. one guy. Mm-hmm. But when he's not, what is he to a team? Is he what Kevin Love is in a big three? But maybe without so much impact. I'm talking more statistically. Mm. Like that sort of drop-off. Is that what's going to happen? Because... Demar's gonna have to get the ball, man. Mm-hmm. Not to score because Demar's become more of a facilitator now. So he'll probably yeah, average. But in general, he is. A, he needs the ball in his hands. Yeah, game. he need, But I'm saying whether he's scoring or whether he's not, he needs the ball in his hands, as Adam said. Yep. So he's gonna average, in my opinion, somewhere between 18 and 22, and somewhere between six and nine assists. I don't think he'll get to nine. I think he'll be between the seven and eight range, most likely. But yep. that's. I think that's the sort of numbers you're gonna see from Demar. And I think you're going to see close to 30 point per game scoring from from Zach. So, where does now Vucevic fit in? Is he just a pick and roll guy who's going to get 15 a game? Is he basically Jonas Valanciunas? Or is he going to be a legitimate third guy? Because if he's able to do that with Kobe White, with Laurie Markkinen, 
with these Lonzo guys. Ball. Who knows? With Lonzo Ball, actually, now that that's being said, DeMar can maybe take a step back from the playmaking a bit. I completely forgot that he was there. Yo, see, so, I have a question, though. It's like, just, okay, I think just, they just, got potential. Just with your, with your like, going like going through the, the stars there, like, how would you kind of... What, what do you expect to be kind of the, the, the uh, pecking order, the ranking order? Who's the number one star there, number two, number Zach three? One. I think most certainly Kobe White at number one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Felicio at number one. <laughs> yeah, Laurie Marketing as number... Hey, Laurie Markin is a baller, man. He's a, he's a. They Yo. called him the second Porzingis, but then what happened to the first Porzingis happened to the second Porzingis. <laughs> so actually, he was the third Porzingis. The second Porzingis was a uh, Dragon Bender mm. of the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> but let's not the speak dragon. about that yet. The Dragon, yeah. Let's not speak about that. Um, I think yeah, scoring wise, Zach Zach's at number one. I don't know after that, man. Is it Vucevic? Is it is it um, Demar? I'd say Demar. But hey, that's that's would tough. they try to play the game with both Lonzo and Demar being facilitators? Just nah, but you don't. Nah, yeah, I, I feel like Demar can kind of go back to being more being of a, a scorer, scorer, but then yeah, he can still use that facility, like the like he can still facilitate when, like, yeah, he's the primary be. ball handler. Yeah, that part of his game is being developed, so it's always going to be there in his locker now, so yeah. He can he can use it whenever. I'd he wants. say Vooch would be number two. You think so? Yeah. God damn. Like, I know it's out there, but I don't think they'd leave them. Like, I don't know if Demar would go there uh, though as a number, number three. three. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like that. That's the that's that's the one thing that I'm just ring. confused about this team. But I think Demar's looking to win a ring, and he thinks that going there has given him that opportunity. He's basically done what Jimmy Butler done a few years ago. Not mm. Jimmy Butler. What um what's his name? Ah, forget the name. Don't worry. Uh, but he's he's gone there trying to win a championship, and I don't think that he's going to be settling for Vucevic ahead of him in that pursuit. Hmm. Yeah, that is a fair point. But um, yeah, I think they've got sky high potential, man. These Chicago Bulls depends on how they can get their shit together. But with the squad that they have, the young guys that they have to run off the bench and gain experience from these guys, and Lonzo Ball is a much better player than people think. Oh yeah, that's he is a great player, man, and. He plays both ends of the ball, fixed his jumper. Mm-hmm. Chicago Bulls, man. Yep. The more Can't... I see it, the more I like it. <laughs> the, the, the I think there are still some people who are kind of stuck on the the old Lonzo from like his rookie year with the funky oh, jumper man. and all that. It's, it's like years, if that's man. you, like go 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 watch some some Lonzo tape from last year. His shot looks good. He like he all the all the other things that we that everyone loved about his game, his passing, his defense, his IQ, still there. like all all of that is still there. And now he has a, a reliable jumper. So the, the only thing I'll say is that I wish the kid could work on his free throws a little bit. Yeah, I mean, hope, hopefully it's the it's kind of like the, the next step in the in the development of of, of that shooting yeah. motion. Yeah, yeah. But I never understood how the three-pointer comes before the free throws, man. That's wild to me. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's absolutely wild to me. I understand for big men because your shoulders are huge. Your yeah, traps are huge. Yeah. It's, it's just tough to it's tough to, to, to put such a soft touch yeah. or something. Dwight said it, Shaq said it before. You it's not it's not it's a known thing that a big man genuinely, because of the size, find it hard to to limit the shot to that distance. <laughs> <laughs> but the three-pointer for a guard. To come before the the, the free, throw? free throw, it it doesn't to me, make sense it looks to me. Like, to me, to me, it looks like a, a lack of 
prioritization, proper prioritization. But that's not mm. for me to judge. He's done well with developing his, his career. So let's see how it goes. Exactly. Um, Adam, we're on to you. Yes. Who's your who's your number two uh, winner? Winner. Yes. Mm. I'd have to say it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a two. tough one. Yeah, it's it's tough. And there's barely uh, any teams left. You know what? Old players in the league. Mm. Old players in the league. So oh, Mike Conley, yeah. he's old. I don't know. He's at he 33. He's he got paid. He got paid. Kyle <laughs> Lowry got paid. CP3, yep. 36, got paid on a four-year contract. Oh, my That's Lord. Robbery. Highway robbery. Like, oh, my Lord. Highway robbery Yo, CP3 as, as the president Chris of basketball Poole, operations. 21-22 NBA steals leader. Oh, my Highway Lord. Highway robbery. <laughs> 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 yeah, Mike Conley, thirty-three, got three-year contract, got paid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say older, older players in the league. Dwight made a comeback to the Lakers. Iggy came back to the Warriors for a year to end it all. Mm. One I'd last hurrah. Yeah. Just to clarify, though, we ain't saying that CP3 is not worth thirty million a year. We saying he ain't he's worth thirty million a year at the age of forty, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's about to be another Steve Nash situation with the Lakers. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think my my uh, my my winners for this round. I think this is kind of a cheat, but then it's the Suns and Clippers for for keeping their their big stars, keeping their players together. You know yeah. what? I would I would throw a team in there. It's a bit out there, but I would throw in the Washington Wizards. Hmm. Because the rush trade, they picked up a lot of nice pieces. And then on top of that rush trade, they also were able to pick up uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm, true. So you've now got Spencer Dinwiddie next to Bradley Beal. Nice backcourt. Spencer Dinwiddie's unselfish. He'll happily mm-hmm. give to Bradley Beal. Do your thing, boo. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Rui at the three. Or Kuz at the three. Rui at the four. They've got Denny. They've got a lot of young guys now, man. I'm excited yep. to see where the, where the Wizards can go. The Wizards, like the the one thing I think the Wizards just need right, like absolutely need, is a big man, like a a, a big man who can, like who is, like a uh, big big man, yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. a shot deterrent big man, like for real, because Cal- Thomas Bryant's nice, but he's not all that man. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't scare anyone. Yeah, because Cal Kuzma, like Cal Kuzma's defense is kind of underrated right now, and. Every like whenever he's on the court with a a big man who can block shots, his defense just like picks up so much more, because like he doesn't have to worry too much about getting beat. He can mm-hmm. he can kind of stay with you on the perimeter, but then like you got AD behind you. you got when you have someone you. behind you that can block your shot, you, 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 you can play up a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? So if yeah. you have Thomas Bryan back there, I like when he does get beat, there's no help back there. So. Mm-hmm. Get get a, a a nice defensive anchor. I don't know who that that's gonna look like, but if you can do that, then uh, I'll I'll very happily put them on the on the winners list. Right now, for me, they're just kind of in between in between that. But yeah, but I think I'm yeah. I'm putting them on the winners list because I think they're going in the right direction. Oh yeah, definitely. They, they are they are moving. They they're are going, trending. They're not there yet, future. but they're going in the right direction. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I picked the the Suns and Clippers just as I said because they they both kept their big stars. Obviously, the Suns making it all the way to the finals. Everyone last year was talking about, you know, this was Chris Paul's kind of imprint on the team. So you have a guy who has that kind of impact on your team. Like, there's no way you let him go. You, you have to pay him those those big bucks, even though you're going to be paying him till he's 40 now. And he's uh, 
yeah, we'll, we'll see at age 40. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see what that contract is looking like. And then, obviously, the Clippers finally re-signed Kawhi yesterday. People were, were yeah, kind of we getting nervous for that. Yeah, knew it was going to happen, though. I was hoping he'd come to the Knicks, but we, we knew. Like, yeah. Man. Like, I, <laughs> I just kind of felt bad for the Clippers just because, like, this was what Kawhi did with the Raptors as well. Whereas, like, he yeah. waited, like, he took his sweet time with free agency and had the Raptors just kind of waiting around, hoping that he'll come back and didn't really sign anyone. And then when he decided to leave and go to the Clippers, then it was like, was shit, we don't have any free agents to even sign anymore. So I was I was kind of feeling sad for the Clippers that he might do that again, but he didn't. So. Hey, speaking on that, the NBA champion Raptors, sad story, man. After that, because after <clears throat> becoming NBA champions, you lose your number one option. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to lie, you're now thinking about it, Kawhi did kind of screw them over because in, in his actions, yeah, he was only looking out for himself, whatever, you have to do what you have to do, but... Un, un, unbeknownst to him, I guess, the Raptors were waiting. Oh, yeah. And they were they were holding steady while people were flying off the market. They were saying, hey, we don't need you guys. We've got our guy. He'll be back. Mm-hmm. But he was never back. No, he never did come <laughs> and back. Then they, and then they had no one. So it's quite And sad. then it didn't go well in either play. Like, it didn't yeah, go well to be honest, Raptors, it hasn't really worked out for well either for team. Kawhi. But yeah. 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 But, I mean, they have, uh, they have the master one. of the spin move, Pascal Siakam. He's of probably course. still spinning right now. Um, he needs to do the. He needs to make the. Um, he needs to make the uh, Julius Randall jump. The Julius Randall jump, man. Mm. True. I was looking for a catchphrase for it, man, but I guess that's gonna have to work. The Julius mm. Randall jump, bro, because he's yeah. literally what Julius Randall was, more or less, True. when he was on the Pelicans. A guy who mm. put up numbers. He's, he looks nice when he plays here, but yeah. when it comes down to, it, he's got about four moves, and if you can shut them down, he's finished. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so I guess now now it's time to, to kind of move to to the losers of the of I the, think this is of the free agency. The winners. Yeah, this Damian oh, Lillard. I I feel like oh. there's there's a long list of of losers here, but oh, I, Adam already Damian started with one. Lillard. I am sorry, but the Blazers got to do better, man. Who'd they get this year? Dame 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 was like, yeah, I'm gonna stay loyal. This is as it stands right now in free agency. They mm. signed no one. Would they get Cody Zeller, Tony Snell? Hey, they re-signed. Uh, and they who's re-signed that guy Norman Powell. The Raptors? Yeah, Norman Powell. Mm. Yeah, that's a good piece to keep. But uh, like, you kind of have to Dame keep. Literally, Dame literally, Dame literally came out and said, "I need more help." I don't. I don't want to do this to my man again, yeah. But remember, we we got to remember Tony Snell is the guy that played twenty eight minutes of basketball and put up zero point zero rebounds, zero steals, crosses, zero blocks. That was just cardio. That was just the treadmill, bro. I told you, he treated the the National Basketball Association like anytime fitness. Yeah, he just anytime fitness. So I love Dame and I love Dame time, but. It's 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 time to go. It's time to go, man. It's time. To it's time go. to go. And I've been saying this for a while because you know what? We love CJ. We love CJ, right? Mm-hmm. We love CJ. But CJ ain't your number two that's gonna win you a ring, man. I know brotherhood is one thing, yeah. But you you gotta look out for yourself. Take something. them both and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can both go somewhere, then lovely. But it, this yeah. is the real life, yeah. It's not gonna happen. It's, mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. You you gotta make your move. I think. Look, I think there's loyalty and then I think that there's stubbornness. Give me Dame on Miami, Jesus. I think there's yeah, Dame on Miami would be cold, man. Give me oh Dame on Lord. Miami. Dame on Miami would be Dame cold. Dame on Miami. Dame and Jimmy Butler, that mentality together is just ah. gonna be like 
God damn exactly. it. Exactly. Ah. I don't want to go to practice. They, they not be, yo, I don't want to come to practice, bro. I'm practicing with Damon. You Jimmy see Bowen. Patrick Beverly, yeah? <laughs> da- Damien Lillard is who Patrick Beverly thinks he is, yeah? <laughs> Damien Lillard is a Rottweiler, yeah? They're both dogs, okay? But as I said, he's a little chihuahua. Patrick Beverly is a little chihuahua. Damien Lillard is a Rottweiler. He'll tear your head off, man. Mm-hmm. And look calm God, while doing yeah. it, too. But yeah, for real, when it comes to the Blazers, bro. Ah, uh, no, you, no, screw the Blazers. I don't care. I care okay, about when Dave, it comes just to Dave. Dave. Just one guy. <laughs> when just it comes to this Dave, guy good, bro. It's raps for the Blazers, man. You gotta go. Yeah, you, you gotta make sure. You got an injury-prone big man. You've got a roster full of bums, and a couple young guys, and then you've got. And then you signed yourself. For and then you've got your boy. Tony that's, Snow. That's that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's literally. Can you tell me? Is there anything other than what I've said on the Trailblazers roster? Uh, Dame's Olympic gold medal. Yeah, know, that one nice, too. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like they that, had mellow. They even got. They didn't. They didn't mellow, resell. Man. Yeah, like ah, uh, yeah. I had the, the Blazers. That was as their number two option, loser. bro. Yeah. Well. I guess technically Nurkic was their number three option. No, but... no, 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 no. Nurkic never plays. Melo was their number three option. <laughs> it would be, I would agree with you if Nurkic played more than 30, 40 games a year, but he doesn't. So, facts. It is what it is, man. Yo, who, who's your, who, who's your, your loser, your, your first losing pick, um, Vino? The bombs. The bombs. You should know who I say when I say the bombs. Because they're fucking, they're just in Boston, just sat there twiddling their thumbs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fucking, fucking Brad Stevens said, I am going to sign as a GM and do nothing. Watch me do beat nothing. Chris Paul for Steel's leader in the NBA. Because I'm going to steal this money too. Come. What is he doing? What is he doing? No, nah? he got back. What's his name? Al Horford. And I, fuck knows who he gave up for him. Now, he didn't even get back Al Horford. The Sixers got him back, didn't they? Um, he went back to one of his old teams, didn't he? Which one was it? Boston? Or I think it was Sixers? Boston. If it was Boston and Lovely, who did they give up for him? I can't even remember. Um, they give up, uh, what's his name? Um, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker? Oh, yeah, Kemba yeah, to yeah, OKC yeah, yeah, and then... See, I forgot that the Kemba trade happened this summer. Yeah. Because the Kemba to New York happened this summer. So yeah. I thought, you know what? Kemba's been on a... But no, no, no. He never played for them. OKC don't need players. They need picks. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just love the OKC slander. Bro, every week, without fail, if there's there's four things in life that's guaranteed, death, taxes, the Boston Celtics being bombs, and OKC slander. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, they re-signed in his canter too. Guy, that's a bad move. That's not a good move. That's a bad move. (laughs) The New York Knicks didn't re-sign in his canter. And that yep. wasn't by mutual yep. consent. He was butthurt when that happened. Yo, you know what I just don't understand? Like, the two of the bigs that they re-signed, Al Horford and Ines Kanter, they already had on their roster before. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know these guys didn't get you anywhere in the past. You're just like, yo, <laughs> fucking run it back. Just oh run it back. And oh it's it <laughs> Jalen Brown will be back here. Yeah. I think he's thinking that Jalen Brown is going to make a huge difference. So I agree with that, yeah? Yes, he is. He's a baller. He's going to make a big difference. But he wasn't but enough bro, before. Did, did they make the playoffs last year? No. Well, <coughs> no, they, they made the play-ins. No, no, no. no. The play-ins are B-Tech playoffs, yeah? Play-ins yeah. are playoffs for bombs. So... <laughs> 
They made the play-ins, yeah. <laughs> Am I lying, bro? <laughs> if you're outside the playoffs and you want a chance, you want a handout, come come join the play-ins. But they, they, they didn't even make the playoffs last year, man. Yo, uh, now um, you want to do nothing and you want to be, be good. Bruh, I'm seeing that they they have um strong interest in Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> Why did they get rid of Terry Rozier? Why did they get rid of Terry Rozier? Dennis Schroeder is a skinny Terry Rozier with a yellow patch in his head, fam. What's the difference? <laughs> nah. Schroeder was going to be my next loser pick. Oh, yeah, he, he, he was going to be my first. My, my uh, so they could be losers together. Just big up Dennis Schroeder, yeah, for betting on yourself. Mm. <laughs> betting on yourself, yeah, is also what the what the um the sons have done though. Just on the CP3 thing, just to mm. circle back. I don't know why it popped in my head, but I've just realized, yeah, it's a bad move for them to pay him that much until he's forty. But I think they've actually just bet on themselves, thinking that they're gonna win a ring before that. Yeah, and they'll suck up. They'll suck it up and absorb the salary. Yeah. when the time comes because uh, if you do win a championship obviously there, there's it's all that money that, 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 that comes in so it's like I don't think it, Phoenix it, it'll be worth it yeah I don't think Phoenix has ever won a ring and for, for that man 30 mil over two extra years they paid Kobe and they knew he was going to be ta- doo-doo he was injured as hell they knew he was barely going to play and they knew that he was going to be banged up when he played yeah. they paid him out of respect that, yeah that, that, that's that's one of those like you, you've, you've done everything that you could possibly do in an NBA career now here's your couple of your We're couple not last treat checks. You wrong and, now. and that's how yeah. it should be. That's how it exactly. should be. Because yep. you know what? Sometimes teams should take the loss. Because players yeah. take the loss 99% of the time. Oh yeah. So like, Shandu just took the loss actually for you guys. Phoenix. Yeah, he had to take a pay cut. Yeah. No, he didn't have to. He did. He just did out he of did. Yeah. Like he was like, yo, if I give you guys more more money, then you can surround me with better talent. He could have got a max. Yeah. Every team in the NBA would have given Judas Runaway a max. You don't think Phoenix would reach the finals again in the next two years? Not the next four years, because I don't think CP is going to hold up that long. Yeah. Next next two two years? years, they They don't reach the finals again. Mm, Devin this... Booker is only getting better. Their their system is only going to get stronger. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep adding missing pieces year after year. Look, I think let's break it down this year then, real quick, because I know we got to get onto Chisholm's pick. But when it came down to this year in the playoffs, the the Clippers were favourites over the Suns, and the Lakers were favourites over the Suns. And they slapped them up both. And the Lakers were injuries, agreed. The Clippers was injuries. So, I don't know based on that. Based on the fact that the two biggest rivals, we haven't actually yeah, seen the matchup Yeah, they still were number one in the regular season. They were number one no, in the regular number, season. They were number two, because Utah number was number two, one. Wherever, the, yeah, Utah yeah, was yeah, number yeah, one. My Utah's bad, my bad, yeah. my bad. But I, I don't think seeding matters very much. I really don't think seeding matters very much. The, the Clippers took their time getting their shit together. And the Lakers, they never got their shit together, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers, um, they were banged up the entire year. Mm-hmm. So... Which is why the Lakers are winners in this free agency. Now yeah. you can have LeBron rest 82 games and then mm-hmm. come for the playoffs. God damn. Oh, <laughs> 82 yeah. games. Yeah. Right. He's coach Vogel, please he's, do not listen to this. Please, coach. Please, I beg no, no. of you. LeBron won't let him. LeBron wants, uh, LeBron wants Kareem's number. Mm. He wants Kareem's What's number, that number one, one? On that scoring list. Mm-hmm. Mm. He ain't sitting out no games. You think LeBron stopped the rest days for fun? <laughs> it ain't for fun, man. It ain't for fun. You think they need him playing all that much? No, no, no. He wants his... Yeah. Not, it's not so do you think thing, he, he needed to play against OKC twice this year? Yeah, exactly. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't, bro. You didn't even need AD, bro. Look, <laughs> when you're that close to sniffing history, mm-hmm. 
you, you gotta go yeah, for it. You might you might do something. Yeah, you probably aren't the smartest man. Mm. Yeah. Now, <laughs> moving on to Chisholm's pick, yeah, because we yeah. took a little detour there. <laughs> yeah, moving on to my pick, we kind of covered it a little bit. Dennis Schroeder, um, and this is not out of spite for Dennis Schroeder because he's not with the Lakers anymore. I, like I, I can one hundred percent promise that the Lakers were prepared to give him four years, eighty-four million dollars. And yeah, and it was like at the time I was like, yo, if we sign him, we have nothing. Like we we don't have any other moves to make in the off season. But I was like, you know what? We might as well because he's like, what other point guards are we gonna get? And then he decides. This is a damn and then we got thing. Russell Westbrook. It's a and then, damn good thing you didn't sign. Him. Yeah, oh, and then now bro. looking Thank back, it's like okay. And he's like, no, I'm betting on myself. I'm 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 declining he the money. Hundred to hundred and twenty million. And yeah. now here you are sitting after how many days of free agency? Everyone is is getting snatched up, and because you've put such a a huge price out there and you've declined eighty million, teams are just like, okay, Dennis is probably is probably not gonna want to take my my measly fifty million, so I'm not gonna call him. I assume that's how things go. Settle for that. He's yeah. probably gonna have to settle for a fifty, sixty million. No, he won't. Do you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna take a one year. One year eighteen million or something, or one year fifteen million. Yeah, but then bet on himself again, and I I respect that to some extent. But yeah, I respect time, it, but at the same time, like you, you could have been mile. locked in for for eighty million. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. good on you for having like that that self belief that you know what I can go get I can go yeah. get more money. But at the same time, it's like bro, like no, let's as, be as, realistic, the same as time, a role player, after the first day of free agency after one day of free agency when every single good point guard was picked up and Dennis Schroeder just sat there doing nothing. Exactly. And yeah. looking at it, yeah, we can't really compare Dennis Schroeder's um, contract situation right now to any player who's been signed by the Lakers or by any of these teams that have limited cap space because they're willing to take lower contracts mm. to go to that team. Yeah. But anyone who signed for the Chicago Bulls has signed for their value, right? Because mm-hmm. they have cap space. They're not championship contenders where you're going to go and take a limited salary to go play for the Chicago Bulls. So, anyone who signed there has taken their value, yeah? Yep. And two players have signed there this summer, big ones. DeMar yep. and Lonzo. Lonzo took 21 and DeMar took 28. And both of those players are better than Dennis Schroeder. So, what do you want? The Lakers were willing to give you 21-something million a year. Yep. What do you want if, these, if this is what these level players are getting? I think they're not hugely better. I don't think Lonzo is hugely better than Dennis, but I think there's a size of yeah, gap. Si- yes, similar, like similar level players. Like no, I'll... no, no. I don't. I don't think they are similar level. I think, I think Lonzo on the defensive end, on the playmaking side of the game, he just has a lot more to provide. I think he's a far better player than Schroeder. I think Schroeder's just Schroeder's a nice point guard, but he's nothing special. I think Lonzo is an excellent like, point guard. I think L- Lonzo is a like is a better like point guard, as you said. I think mm-hmm. Sh- Shooter, like there was points last year where he was picking up players full court, like for the entire game. He like, has the energy, but he's he, not an elite defender. Yeah, I think Lonzo has the skill set more than Shooter does. Yeah, he, he does have that skill, but then Shooter also is like, re- like he can, he he gets into the paint so effortlessly. Sometimes it's like one of the things that that was a little frustrating with him last year was he didn't do it enough. It's like. It's, he gets to the lane so easily. I'm like, bro, you could do this every single time down the floor and like either find a layup for yourself or create something for someone else. And 
it felt like sometimes yeah, like, just like, the guy will get tired if he does that though true point but then it's just like do it more often though like don't just that's, give... what, that's what we've always said about Derrick Rose as a Knicks yeah. fan I've had Derrick Rose on my team twice now yeah and I loved him when he was in Chicago so I've basically been watching Derrick Rose his whole career and that's always been my complaint with Derrick Rose like bro why are you pulling up stop man you can score every time in the paint stop yep. but then see his injuries see this true. that's what happens man yep yeah. But shoot so has been has been relatively injury free, so it's like you know what, like just get in the paint more often. Like don't don't give me. A, I agree, you can get there more often. Yeah, yeah. D- don't give me zero points in game five of a playoff game. Like that's maybe, crazy. Maybe that's, get that into lost the lane. Him a lot of his money. Is yeah, like that lost him a lot of his money. Yeah, so it's like little things like that. Was just like bro, like at that point there was no AD on the floor. It's just you and LeBron, and LeBron wasn't one hundred percent healthy. So don't give me zero points like that. That's come on, man. Exactly. And then don't whine in the middle of the game. Mm. Like that's something about Shooter. His mentality inside like in in during crunch time was not that good. Mm. Yeah. But I don't think he's mentally as strong as um as you need to be to play as a starter on a championship team. Mm. That's just my opinion. I think he's just there to play. I don't think I I don't want to be disrespectful and say I just I just don't think he gets it. I, I think he gets it. I just don't think he's able to put himself in the mindset that some of these other players are when it comes down to... When it's to just like like time to lock zone. in and, and just... Yeah, zone go. time. I don't think he has it the same way as some other guys do. Yeah. Um, but moving back to, to Adam, who, who's, who are you picking for your number two loser? I'd say on the same note of the Boston Celtics, the Dallas Mavs, mm. they've done nothing. The, every, they've watched everything go by... Their their season last season wasn't like they didn't end the season on that high of a note. They could have gone, but they could have picked up some, just some pieces to help with their team. And they've done nothing. They've sat there in Dallas. I don't know what Mark Cuban's doing. <laughs> Big facts, especially after the the complaints last year. I don't know. Last yeah. year, going after, uh, looking like at their player, like the what, what happened? Player God was in goat going. <laughs> how how's that going? Like it was, it was. Like they were what able you, to re-sign Tim Hardaway, but yeah. they wanted to go for Kyle Lowry and they weren't able to. Yeah, like get Luca some help because Luca by himself was giving the, the Clippers some fits. Like it was getting them a little nervous. So it's like, okay, if, if you, I was them, if you get I was him them, help, I made the rest. Sorry, sorry. No, go ahead, go, go ahead. Okay, if I was them, I would have made the Westbrook trade straight up. I would have made the Westbrook trade with um. Who are you with, giving up? Uh, who do you think? I don't think the Wizards are, would be too keen on Porzingis. Not, Lu- not Luca. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that the, 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 the Wizards would, would have taken Porzingis for for a thing. Bro, Porzingis it, is better than everything they got combined, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. No, no, no. Porzingis is a player. Look, I'm not going to lie bro, to you. I slander no, no. Porzingis. You, you slander Porzingis and now you're saying... L- last week you were telling me Pussing that is a two-faced baby. No, Pussing is a two-faced baby. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> oh. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> no, nah, oh. that's hard, bro. That's hard. I'm going to remember that one in the memory. Bank, man. That's hard. <laughs> Uh, Kuzma's a bomb. We know Kuzma's a bomb. We know. Bro, Kuzma's last a bomb, week you yeah? were just saying Kuzma was nice. I said Kuzma. Nah, fuck this. Kuzma's a bomb. Hold on. No, no, no. Kuzma and Lonzo had the same start of their career. Lonzo, Lonzo hit his potential. He's up there. And Kuzma Kuzma's started far better than Lonzo. Kuzma was bowling. Lonzo yep. was a blockbuster. Now look at him. But Chisum, 
you're not. I'm not going to allow you to sit there. I brought words in my mouth. Last, I said, oh I, no, 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 no. I said in these words, Kyle Kuzma is a right-handed Michael Beasley. How does that make you think? I think he's nice. What makes you think from that statement that I think he's nice? No, okay, here's here's what you were saying. Like you were saying, Kyle Kuzma was um or, or the the package that the Wizards got back for Westbrook was better than Westbrook. Yeah, because Westbrook's also a bum. <laughs> Westbrook is not a bum. This man has been averaging a triple-double for the last six, seven seasons. You're f- just flying under the radar. <laughs> Stop hitting on Russ, hey, yo, man. You want a whole MVP for that shit. First thing. Stop and hitting on thing, Russ. Second thing. Look, I believe that Russ is not that impactful anymore as he used to be. Or he's not even... He, I, I don't think he was ever as impactful as people think he was. I think he's that impactful when he's a number one option. I mm. think he really knows how to carry a team. And I think that's why he was so successful for all these years. I don't know how impactful he is as a third option. But that remains to be seen. I'm not, I've, if you've noticed in the last couple of episodes, I've reserved my Russ, Russ hate. Because mm. as I've said, people change with LeBron. I'm excited. I'm very excited to see how he plays. But that package that they got for him was pretty good. They got a lot of nice young pieces. Yeah. And that was the key. So if you're but if they could have got Porzingis and other nice pieces like who's the backup point guard that they have the light skin guy um, in Dallas oh, number 30 something I can't remember his name but I can see his face 32. the lefty Jalen Brunson yeah Brunson Jalen Brunson he's nice that's a nice little guy that you could add to your team like players like that you can add them into the deal you can put a couple of picks in there and all of a sudden it's quite a quite an enticing trade package so I think they could have jumbled something together made a move for Russ or furthermore made a move for a Demar and a sign and trade, mm, a Lowry, something like this. A La- I, I don't know about a Lowry, man, because I think I don't know how much that Dallas would help. were trying to go for Lowry. I, I don't. I, I know they were, but I don't. Lowry. I don't think personally that that would be that useful for them. I think more useful would have been Demar, but I don't think they even tried to chase him. Even Alonso would have been great for that. Alonso would not been perfect. Lie. I actually really like the Russ on the Alonso would have been perfect. Sorry, say that. What, what was that about Russ? The Russ on the Mavs idea. I actually, yeah, like, man, I would mm. go for that. I think it works. And even though you don't really have a, a, a solid scoring big man presence, they have Willie Cauley-Stein, I believe, yep. who, who's a nice lob threat. And they've got Maxi Kleber. And all you have to do now is get yourself a nice little four. You can even try and get a four off of off of um, Washington in someone like a Bertans and add some more picks into the deal. Anything like that. You can make it work. And you'll get yourself a nice little team. But I think right now... They're sat there like they are in Boston, twiddling their thumbs, thinking, what do we do now? And for, for a team that all of these years, growing up, the Mavs were always in the playoffs. So were the Grizzlies, really, and so were the, the Spurs. Between 2014 and 2017, like 2012 and 2017, really, those teams were kind of like solid mainstays in the West. And they, they seemed to be teams that knew what they were doing. They had great front offices, solid front offices. You know what I'm saying? But now it, it looks like the Mavs were carried by Dirk. Mm-hmm. It looks like Dirk and the guys around him were loyal. Not so much to do with the front office. Not so much to do with these things. They were loyal That's and they it. wanted to play for the team. Mm-hmm. And they stayed and the team stayed relevant. But then the moment it was left down to the front office for the last couple of summers, Chisum, I really don't know what they have. I don't know what they've been doing. Yeah. The 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 Porzingis trade has been the Tim Hardaway trade, and 
the free agency signings have been mediocre. Hopefully they can get their shit together next year because otherwise they're just going to be the, the Blazers. Like, the free, free agency isn't done yet, so there's still time to make some But who's there? Schroeder. But who are they going to go on, for? Man. That's the thing. What they're going to do is Schroeder. I don't mean to hate on the guy so much. I actually think he's a nice little player, but I, I just don't think that he really changes many teams that much. Mm. Yo, um, I guess, Vino, who is your... Uh, like I, I know you felt strongly about the, the, the Dallas pick there. Who, who is your second? Uh, your second oh, I'm second. sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot that wasn't my pick. Uh, it's just because that bomb Porzingis is there. I had to, I had to say something. Yo, you see this? This guy this just said Porzingis is a New nice fans, player, man. and now he's a this bomb. This is why people hate New York fans. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I'm uh, laughing. Yo, yeah, I just, am just let's laughing. See, let's, see, let's see Trey Young wave you bye-bye again. No, 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 because I, I feel like I need to reiterate myself. We traded Porzingis for cap room, and everyone thought we lost that cap room battle when we lost KD and Kyrie. Mm. But then Julius Randle turned out to be that guy. Yeah? <laughs> so I'm comfy. We traded a power forward in Porzingis basically for another power forward in Julius Randle, who's ten times the player that Porzingis is right now. So I'm chilling. I'm comfy. But regardless of that, my pick for this free agency, I already said the Celtics. So who will be my second pick? It's a difficult one, you know. It's a difficult one. The Pels is a choice. The Pacers is a choice. But I'm going to go with the Oklahoma City Thunder. (laughs) 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 I love the OKC slander. I should have seen this coming. I ain't even playing. I don't mind this. Thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Yo, I've, I've, no, you missed the part. This is what happens, bro. I'm sorry. This is what happens, man. Look, you, <laughs> you are slacking, lacking. You got caught. Yo, you know what? M- maybe he saw the topics and decided to, to dip because oh. he knew it was coming his way. <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> it makes sense. But mm. OKC, as we know, have been bums for the last few years. And that's been large, uh, in large part due to the Russell Westbrook trade. I know that CP then walked, but other than that, mostly it's, it's because of Westbrook that they're bombed, because Westbrook left. And CP kept them relevant for a year, but it wasn't enough. Mm. And now their best player is Hamid Diallo. So... It's SGA. It's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless who it is, yeah. It was for a short while there, Kemba Walker. And even though you believe that Kemba Walker... What was his contract again? I need to know the exact numbers because I don't want to cap here. Yeah. Those exact figures. Uh. So Kemba Walker was, and I reiterate, was earning $34 million a year for mm. OKC, which is absolutely wild. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> However, and I'm not the GM, so I don't know if they entertained any trade offers, but it seems to me like they didn't even try to trade him. And the, they just kind of were like, okay, cool, you can go. Which mm-hmm. I think is a bit lazy in the first place, considering you're paying him the majority of his money in the buyout anyway. I know the agreement hasn't been reached, but that's generally what happens. Players tend to get paid mm, more than 50% at least of what they were supposed to. So oh, yeah. He's going to get paid at least 17, 18 million a year that's still on your salary, right? So now, and I believe also that when you waive someone, no matter how much you actually pay them, their full salary stays on your cap. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case, yeah. It goes from your cap, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so, you're so you can't just them. give that money to someone else. Yeah, it stays, however much you paid them stays on the cap. So if you're spending 17, 18 mil, that's gone from your cap. I think that you could have at least tried to run him for one year or trade him rather than just wave him. Mm-hmm. And that paired with the fact that they haven't really made any moves this, this summer. Mm-hmm. And I know yep. that they don't have a lot to work with. I, don't know, I know they're not exactly the biggest attraction right now. <clears throat> but but yeah. the, the only thing that I've seen them do is re-sign Mike Muscala. <laughs> That's wild, man. <laughs> Mike Muscala, you know. Like, I understand that when teams don't really have much to do, it's difficult. But yeah. you got to do something. You can't just do yeah. nothing. When you're in At the very least, like you could have kept Kemba for the first couple of months of the season. And you see, like when, when a team either loses a point guard or, or feels like they're closer to a championship mm. and they, they're just one piece away, then you could start, hey, Kemba could be that piece for you. And, you know, you, you can kind of yeah. strike a deal then. But, but for example, players like Paul Millsap are available. Players that, I believe Laurie Markkinen hasn't re-signed, you know. Yeah, and he, he wants out of Chicago anyways. He wants out, so he's restricted, but if he wants out, they're unlikely to actually match him. Players like Dennis Smith Jr. are free agents, who has had a rough career, but do you know what? If you sign him, you're taking a chance. What do you have to lose as the as the OKC Thunder? Just make some kind do of something. move. Frank Nalikina from the Knicks, I know he hasn't had a great start to his career again, but you're taking a chance on a player. It might be worth it. They're not doing anything. Stanley Johnson, I can name a bunch of guys who have been underwhelming. And these are the kind of guys that you should be going for in situations like this. Guys who, yeah, they're far from sure things. But it's better than nothing. It's worth a shot. Yep. You know what? If one of them turns out to bang and turns out to reach their potential, if Dennis Smith Jr. reaches their potential, all of a sudden, OKC's back. Because we all know what Dennis Smith Jr. was supposed to be. Yep. Stanley Johnson reaches their potential. You've got a nice wing there. Yep. Look what happened with um, Kevin Porter Jr. when he went to, to Houston. Sometimes all you need is that opportunity. And yep. OKC are just staying stagnant. I understand they've got a young team and they've got a lot to kind of build on. And they don't want to give up on their current roster. I'm not saying blow it up. I'm saying, as I said, try and make small, smart additions here and there and see mm-hmm. what happens. When the Knicks traded for Derrick Rose... Yeah, we thought it was a good move last season. We didn't know that we were going to be a 60-70% win team. Sorry, 70-80% win team after that. We didn't know. That was a chance that we were taking on a trade where we gave up pieces to get back a guy who could have thrown off our rhythm. Remember, this is the first season we've really been doing well. You're now taking a risk, potentially throwing off your rhythm, by bringing in a guy who's ball dominant. But why have you done it? Because of the upside. And that's what OKC need to start realising. You're not doing anything for upside right now. You're just stagnating. And um, believe me, I've seen it as a Knicks fan. You do this, you will stagnate. Yep. Yes, it's better, than, it's better to do this than throw money at random guys. Agreed. Like the Knicks did with Joakim Noah. But you don't have to throw 72 mil like you did with Joakim Noah at Dennis Smith Jr. You can sign him on a minimum. Yep. You have Facts. nothing to lose. Yeah, you you, you could do just do something. Do something. <laughs> just do something. Again, back I mean, to the original point. Just move. See, my pick is a is a team that just did they did something with everything that they did was just wrong. <laughs> and it's the Pelicans. <laughs> and Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I've never seen a more confusing offseason in my life. Like what's their plan? What's the new like what's what's the, I don't know. the Pelicans plan? I, I, I honestly don't know. They they moved down in the draft. 
and didn't that was really so crazy. We spoke about that last week. That was yeah. so crazy. Just just to <laughs> fill in, I'm sorry, Jason, because Adam wasn't oh, yeah. here, yeah. Just to yeah. fill in what our opinions were on that last trade. They obviously traded um Devonta Graham. No, 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 no. Oh. They traded um what's his name? Eric Bledsoe, Stephen yeah, Adams. Stephen Adams mm. in exchange for Nikola Jonas Valanciunas. I said Nikola Vucevic. Valanciunas, my bad. Yeah. I'm not racist. Their names are similar. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas Valanciunas, yeah. I, they've traded for Valanciunas. And I believe that Valanciunas is a similar level player to Stephen Adams. Yep. So now that they've traded for similar level players and they've given up one extra player, yeah? Now, they had the 10th and I believe the 41st pick. Yeah. They gave those picks up to get back the 17th and the 50th. What part of this trade makes any sense? <laughs> <laughs> like You would have thought if they're going to lose a, a player in this trade, like on top of the basically straight swap kind of thing, yeah. be getting back the beneficial picks. Not yep. giving up the advantageous picks. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, make go sense. On, go on about go on with your Pelicans point, man. And on top of that, like they had the chance to re-sign Lonzo Ball uh, and they didn't. Had the match. Like they had like it's just He didn't even get And then they, they got Devontae Graham. And it's like, yes, he's nice, but Lonzo is better. So why did you give like they're letting better pieces go and they're replacing them with why give them the first round pick for Devontae Graham I, I don't understand for a restricted free agent like Look, why Devontae, <laughs> Devontae Graham at the end of the day is a nice little scorer yeah but <laughs> let's be real for his career he's averaged 13 points 3 rebounds and 5 assists he's not really a playmaker and he's averaged 38% from the field is that the guy that you're bringing in to replace your starting point guard you're not I, going to do well and like even like Zion's already unhappy, so he's yeah. Leaving. Oh, he's coming to New York, baby. Zion play with his boy RJ Zion. in the garden. Zion's leaving <laughs> in like two years at most. I so York, yeah, yeah, I but they, they have the chance years. to to kind of What's force the him there with their plan. What's the Pelican like? Yo, what is their plan right now? What was their long term plan with AD? What is their plan? CP3. It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. They have no plan. Yeah, so their even star when, player since is they've be been the Hornets, man. With CP3. Guys, like, it's not even about the long-term plan. Like, what is the plan right now? Like, right this second. What's the short, what medium, are we, or long? What are we they doing? Were fringe, kind of they were a fringe playoff team last year, and they made themselves yeah. worse. And they've How just, did you yeah. manage to do this? Like, if you kept things the same, you would have been in a better position because at least you changed your coach, and these guys know each other for a year better. But you've traded away the like the pieces that you have for worse pieces, and, and worse you picks. traded picks it's for worse picks for picks. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the everything you could do wrong. The moment I see those two words, cash considerations, come for the Pelicans, <laughs> that's when I know they're fully given up. I'm waiting for it. They've traded Brandon Ingram to the Los Angeles Lakers for Taylor Horton Tucker and cash considerations. <laughs> Like this, oh my lord! I, I I don't understand what the fuck is going on. These guys need to, yeah. Need to David Griffin, I don't know what's going on they, in they the office, bro. But and they need to just you need to fix some shit and just just realize the league is gone. Might as well just start playing in WNBA or in the in the in the G League or something. I mean, yeah, you just like, God. But uh, once Kyle Lowry was off the table, why not just? Keep Lonzo, keep Zion, let them develop together. 
Mm-hmm. Bro, when, when, uh, when people were talking about Lonzo potentially getting 25 million, 26 million, then I'm thinking, okay, that might be a bit too steep to resign. Mm. But he got 21 mil a year. Like you could, you could take that. Man, you know how many players in this league get 21 mil a year? Duncan Robinson got 18. Yep. What do you want? Again, like like I was saying to Dennis Schroeder, what do you want, yeah? <laughs> yep. What more do you want? Pelicans are being greedy. What more do you want, yeah? you got a good deal. All you have to do is fucking match it. Yep. It, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why these guys have decided to go down this route, but we're here now and they might as well start kissing kissing Zion goodbye because... Yeah, the clock is yeah, I, 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 I found his... his, uh, his dissatisfaction with the with the team pre a little premature uh, because you've only been there what two years I, but now I'm like okay I, I, I see where you're going big guy like it's just these guys don't know what they're I doing I agree with you your initial point that it's a bit premature I think players nowadays feel a bit too empowered yeah I think I think a lot in society nowadays obviously is dictated by social media and mm. so when the player sees something in social media, he kind of latch onto it, and he's probably seeing a lot of things about the Pelicans. This, the player, Pelicans. Yeah, that. Yeah, but then, like, take sport. it from Zion's point of view. You're, you're this number one hold on, rookie. Hold on, hold on. Let me land because I agree with the second part as well. Right. But I think he might actually be being smart because yep. you know, you know what they say here. Fool me once, shame on you. Shame on, yep. Fool me, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> So one time you trust the Pelicans, yeah, to keep Lonzo, to keep the guys together. To build a winning team. Lonzo's been Mm trained. Now you have to start looking back. Okay, they've done this. Is this a one-off or is this a pattern? So they don't get fooled again. Yo, I, now here, you start realizing it's a pattern, yeah. It's, it's a pattern because they did this with with they did uh, this with CP3, they with did this Drew, with AD, they did this yeah. with Drew. Did even JJ? Like, why did they trade JJ midway uh, through last season? Bro, God only only God knows. Only the Pelicans <laughs> like, office and God. <laughs> what are we doing? And now it's like, okay, we have a we have a really good point guard. What are we gonna do? We're going to trade him and get a guy who's a streaky three point shooter and that's it. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what what are you doing? What are you doing, dude? Just stop. Yeah. What are you yeah. So um yeah, I, I think that that's my do you guys have any other losers before we, we kinda wrap the show up? I know we've been going a little long here. Not particularly. No? Yeah. A- any hot takes? Any wild takes, Vinu? It's been a minute since you since you came with, with a with a super hot take, bro. I'm honestly worried about the Lakers defense because Caruso is a big defensive player. That's that's just it. I'm worried about the Lakers' defense just because they old as hell, boy. And those nah, knees, that those shit knees. is overblown. That shit is overblown. Yo, yeah, the, 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 the Nets have an older roster. The Nets well, have like, an older bro, roster. Bro, I know you lot saw that Instagram post. The fake news is unbelievable. Because the Nets, they took a start in five years and they removed Joe Harris from it and put in DeAndre Jordan, which is not how it is in real life at all. Mm. And they calculated it based on that. And then the 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 um, Nets were like 0.6 years older than the Lakers. So now you hey, switch that. It's not. That's all we need. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the, Lakers, the Lakers have the oldest starting lineup in the league. Yeah, we might have the the actual oldest roster in the league if you I if think you look you have it the oldest roster up and down. But, you're at least but it's only the, three, 32 and a half years old. 
Jesus Christ. That's fine. <laughs> what the 32-year-olds are fucking LeBron, AD, and Russ, I'm okay with that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, we're looking at teams like the Hawks and the Knicks just be young and other teams that are coming up be young. Yeah, but the, the, are young teams winning in the Western Conference, no, young though? teams are not winning in the Western Conference. But That's the point. Get get me again, that old again, squad. Again, middle, the retirement mid, home. Middle-aged teams are winning. Yeah. Give me the retirement middle, home squad. Middle, middle-aged teams are winning. Like, Giannis is 26. Middleton's like 28. That's Eastern Rudy, Conference Rudy again, bro. Like 28. Ah, uh, no, no. Hold on. Hold on, Buster. Um, <laughs> bro, if, uh, if this was 2013, the Lakers would be balling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put Steve Nash in there as well. But the Clippers, oh, these guys disrespecting my boys. What's cool? The Clippers and the Suns have a brighter future than the Lakers, just because. Yeah, no. A future, yeah. Future, yo, right now, yo, there's nothing about the future in my in my vocabulary right yeah, right now. For the I want to win. It's three all rings. about now. <laughs> I want to win. Three what can rings. we do now? Because <laughs> right, that's you guys, yo. You guys <laughs> focus on the here and now, and you're gonna see me, New York Knicks. NBA champions 2034 while yeah. you guys are bombs. No. Yeah, but then in between now and 2034, we'll have a couple rings and we'll be flexing all the way till uh, then. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 20, 2024. 20, no, 2034. 2034. That's yeah. even worse. 2034 is a long time for me. Yeah, <laughs> damn, I was trying to say 2024. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> 2034. 2034 is, is a long, long time. <laughs> I don't hey. think Julius Randle will still be playing. Bro, Brody Jr. would be in the league by then, exactly. dominating bro, shits. Bro, Brody Jr. will be in the league by 24, man. He'll be old by 34. That's the crazy exactly. part. <laughs> Yo, he'll be part of the retirement squad at that point. Yeah, but um, bro, any hot takes to end the episode for me? No. You know why? Because everyone who's bombs, everyone can see that they're bombs now, so it's not hot anymore. So it's not a hot take. It's not hot anymore. I don't have to point out the bombs. You guys can just see it for yourself. Boston, yeah, for what are you doing? Boston, what are you doing, Boston, man? what are you doing, Boston, man? what are you doing, man? <laughs> just stop Listen, sitting okay, there see, doing nothing. I would like to... I would Boston, like to, please. I would, I would like to make a statement, actually. For the fans of the Boston Celtics, the Oklahoma Boston. City Thunder, 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 the Indiana Pacers, and the New Orleans Pelicans, Good luck. <laughs> I would like to I would like to advise you to contact those near and dear to you. Make sure you stay in good contact with them because trust me the basketball is going to be messing your mental up this year. I mm. guarantee it. Even Boston, you think that you got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Psych. Because one of them going to be injured for a while probably and that's life. Happens to every team. But then when they get injured, who do you have? Nobody. Tice. So they don't even have Tice anymore. They I think yeah, he's on the Bulls or something like that. He's, he's gone somewhere else. They don't even have Tice anymore, man. They, these fans, I send my condolences to you. And I really hope that things look up soon. But just know, the only way from where you are is up. Yeah. Unless, you, you've, you, Unless you're you Boston get... and you lose Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum next In season. fact, Boston, you might be in the worst situation <laughs> in the league. Because... You gotta go up, but at the same time, I think you got more of a chance of going down because you know what? Jason Tatum don't seem too patient to me. I feel like his career trajectory, the way that he's elevated himself, he's gonna realize sooner or later I'm better than you. I'm better than you. It's like y'all treat me right unless I leave. Yeah. Give me Jalen and Jason on the Toronto Raptors. Mm. There we go. Masai will know what to do. 
Masai Ujiro would know what to do with that. He'll build a championship team. And a tutorial of him teaching everyone how to do a spin move. Oh, yeah, of course. That's the trade package. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Um, If we don't have any other... I do have a key thing to say, Chisum. Yeah. Zion, don't get fooled again. Leave. Don't get fooled again. Leave. (laughs) Damien Lillard, the same goes for you. Aye, Dame, Dame, uh, Dame lo- loyalty might be overrated, bro. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. No, loyalty mm-hmm. is overrated. Fuck the peace sign, load the chopper, let it rain. I'm going to rain on you. Loyalty is not an overrated stat or a trait, but you have to Yo. have loyalty from both sides. If you're putting everything in, mm. Blazers have to do something. Yeah. But they just do it's nothing. Like, have the Blazers gone over the cap once? Please. Hey, what is luxury tax, man? Because yo, because <sighs> here's, the, yo, if you're a star player like Dame, and we haven't won a championship, at least one year, I need you to go all out and mm-hmm. go into the luxury tax a little bit, just just to show me that you are yeah. trying. Exactly. Show me you care but, about me. <laughs> yeah, show me that you love me. Put the gun to your head. Show, show me that you trust me. But hey. Good note to end on. Before we leave, um, do you guys have any wise words for the people? Anything to, to kind of soothe their hearts as they mm, get that jab? The next day, it feels like someone just punched you in the heart. But um, until then, guys, well, until next week, thank you very much for, for listening to this episode of Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. Hope you guys had an amazing time listening to it. It was a ball making it for you. So, um, until then, get that job, man. I want to work with you. Get that job. Have a good night, guys. Hey.